Hey everyone, this is Warren, and as I promised you all, we have our new co-host on for this episode. So Yusra unfortunately isn't continuing with us in terms of recording because she's in a personal situation, but we wish her the best, and I'm sure our new co-host will be amazing. So do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Hi guys, my name is Amrin. I'm a junior in high school, and I'm super psyched to be in this podcast. Um, I think psychology is something super important to learn about because a lot of people don't know too much about it. Do you have any thoughts about phone addiction, which is what we're talking about today? I mean, yeah, before this podcast, I was on my phone for like a good hour. (laughs) And yeah, I think it's definitely something that we're just so used to and our phones are such a important part of our lives and our daily lives especially that we just think of it more as a component rather than something that can negatively affect us so yeah yeah I think our phones have just been so important Mm -hmm. like I know a lot of teenagers even in school we usually have our phones on our desk because we just think of it as something that's naturally a part of us But I guess today we'll be diving into more of that and if phone addiction can actually, you know, be a problem. Although, like, you know, on your phone, on your desk is going to be phone addiction necessarily. (laughs) So I found the official definition of phone addiction to be a type of behavioral addiction when someone can't go without their cell phone and... By using it too much, it can cause consequences and symptoms of withdrawal when they're not using it. So kind of like a drug, I guess. Definitely. <laughs> when I first heard that definition, I my mind went um, straight towards, wow, that seems very negative. And when we think about our phones, we never think about it in that type of light. So I think, yeah, that definitely brings a different connotation to the process of being on your phone. Yeah, I kind of found it interesting in that way, too. Because, well, I think we all probably have heard of phone addiction at one point. Yeah. It's just that the word withdrawal kind of made me think of an addiction as something like alcohol. I didn't know that could also happen with phones. Mm Mm-hmm. And I found some other terms that isn't necessarily like this exact definition of phone addiction, but there's apparently something called anxiety, which is feeling like a notification came through on your phone when it didn't. And then also this other term, textophrenia, fearing the inability to receive or send text messages. Like I didn't even know these were real terms. Exactly. But But I'm definitely guilty of the first one. I think especially at school, I'll always think, oh my gosh, what are my friends are texting me? So I recently got an Apple Watch too. And along with the phone, the Apple Watch can send you notifications. And although I silent them, it still buzzes on my wrist every couple of minutes. And it makes me feel like I need to grab my phone, check it out. I'll glance at my watch every here and there in school because I can and teachers don't really mind. But it's like it's hard to see those notifications and not respond to them oh yeah I can I can definitely relate too but I think these days 
I haven't been trying to check the notifications on my phone as much. Like, I don't think I've really experienced this personally, or I think there's a notification on my phone, but I still sometimes randomly go on my phone if I'm doing homework, for example. (laughs) And it's mainly just some teachers who are cool with phones too. Like, I think a lot of teachers are, but for some reason this year, my teachers have been kind of stricter with, like, phone use. We literally have a cubby where people have to put their oh my gosh, like the calculator ones. Oh my god, yeah. And I feel like the classrooms where the teachers are a little bit more strict Hmm. with the phones, I think I actually do concentrate better because the phone has to be silenced and put in your backpack. But with the phone being out, it does feel like it's um, it's a little bit more safe that I can have it there. But at the same time, I'm constantly, and what I like to do is like to flip it over so I can't see the screen side, but oh, I constantly yeah. feel like I need to check it if it buzzes or if my watch buzzes. <laughs> it's just a constant confliction of my interests, which I should be focused in school, but sometimes it can yeah. distract you. <laughs> I think that's something that most teenagers experience, if not know all of us at some point because you know even with the phone down it can be tempting to want to just flip it over to like check that one snapchat notification or something exactly yeah so I definitely think that's true and even sometimes um I'll have off days and I'll think I'll think back to what's causing it and a lot of times I don't even think about my phone being a factor but I think a lot of times when you can't think of a reason why you're upset, you're angry, you're sad, it can relate back to your phone and actually the usage of your phone. Um, Yeah. So, you know, not all of us experience phone addiction necessarily, too. Like, even if we do want to check our phones a lot, there are specific symptoms of phone addiction, like constantly reaching for your phone, negative emotions like, you know, anger, sadness, anxiety, whenever you can't check your phone. If you experience those symptoms, it might be likely you have a phone addiction. But, you know, if you don't feel like you need to check your phone all the time, it's probably just like you enjoy using your phone. Yeah. All right. So relating to that, I think um, there's a lot of situations that I can put myself into when using my phone, like you might not even think of it. Like when I'm, when my mom drops me off to school, I cross the sidewalk and I'll be on my phone or I'll glance at it. But the, the truth is that you can't be 100% focused in your surrounding. If you are focused on something else, if your mind is somewhere else, if your mind is, Oh, let me just check this notification real quick. Let me just, oh, I think there's something on my phone. Let me clean it real quick. Like if you're looking down at something, you cannot look in your surroundings. And that can put yourself in a lot of dangerous situations, especially if you're on your phone by yourself and in an area that you don't know. It's it's, it's, it's kind of scary to think about it like that. That actually reminds me of that time when Pokemon Go was really popular. Mm -hmm. Like I did not play it and... Thinking back on it, thank God I didn't. But in the game, you're basically trying to find Pokemon animals by going to locations in real life and just trying to catch them all. And (laughs) I think I saw something on the news 
it was about someone who fell off a cliff because yeah, they were I, trying, yeah. oh my god I heard about that yeah I know so I guess sometimes my addiction can make you die too <laughs> RP to that person definitely but yeah I think when that whole Pokemon Go stuff happened it was around 2016 ish and I was definitely too young to have a phone thank I thank my parents for that um so yeah I heard about it on the news and stuff but I never really got into it either, like you said. But yeah, the stories are crazy that I've heard, especially because people just wander off in any direction. Like I said, <laughs> they'll be crossing the road, looking down at their phones. Their mind is somewhere yeah. else. Just it's not safe. And then they get hit by a car. And yeah, they will never find a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I am sometimes guilty of crossing the road. And looking at my phone myself. So I guess it's a good reminder that I should be doing that less. Mm -hmm. Um, I think especially because when I do cross the road, it's usually with another person or with a group of people. But if I do look at them, they're also on their phone. So it can take two seconds for like a mother to be driving her children and maybe they're causing ruckus or something. And she looks back and that second she could be driving and then she wouldn't really realize so you have to be Mm -hmm. responsible it's not only the driver's fault so yeah (laughs) for sure that's a really good message too and I think it's something that I really want to remember like you know as I'm just going through my daily life so I don't die or anything (laughs) yeah so I think with that a lot of um parents like your parents will tell you you're sick because of your phone you're feeling like this because of your phone so I think yes I think a lot of times we can we can think about it as like an active or at least me I think about it like I don't like always to listen to my parents so I'll be like they're probably not being serious and a lot of things I say yeah it probably doesn't cause all that but it Mm -hmm. can relate to things that can later like build up and cause that no because I can relate to that too with parents just they'll say you shouldn't be on your phone and like mm-hmm. your phone is the reason why you're depressed and you know all this other stuff and I think when I hear that I obviously want to retaliate because exactly you know you guys are just saying that because you're old grumpy parents <laughs> but I'm just going to you know, do my own thing. It's not really going to harm me or anything. Yeah. But when I was researching about this more, because, like, there's actual research that can show Definitely. Like, bad effects. Yeah. I think um, one time I was on my phone, and as a lot of people do, I had a headache, and my mom was telling me that it's because of my phone and screams and mm-hmm. all of that. And I was just so fed up. I was like, this is the only thing that I can help that helps me relax. I didn't know what to do. Like, like especially when you're bored, you don't think about it too much, and you're like, oh, I'll just scroll through TikTok. I'll just like, yeah, like looking through Instagram. And you don't really think about it, but it can be like putting stress on your mind and this in- intensifying that headache. Also, with that, I did um, find a study that was saying that your phone can affect your academic performance along with your sleep schedule so 
Oh. Yeah. I think a lot of us already know that. And <laughs> I think we just push it back to your, in the back of your mind because you're just focused on so many things throughout your day that you think, oh, what's one more hour? Oh, what's more? Not hour, honestly. You could just be, oh, five more minutes, five more minutes, five more minutes. Yeah. And just keep scrolling and scrolling. And yeah, I can, especially for me, before I go to bed, I like to quote unquote wind down. And <laughs> I think I think a lot of people think of that as spending time on their phone because I will spend hours doing homework and my mind will be super tense. And honestly, going on my phone can sometimes help me wind down. And, I guess that. Yeah, and like try to get to sleep. But there's been a lot of studies that saying the light that um, reflects from your phone it can be equivalent or not equivalent but similar to what your eyes think of as a sun rays so Mm. when you're looking at your phone or you're looking at screens your mind might be thinking oh it's daytime i don't need to go to sleep now i've I've seen yeah right (laughs) yeah it definitely makes sense after a long day of doing homework you just want to relax you know lie down in bed scroll on tiktok i think it's just something a lot of teenagers want to do like whenever we feel stressed and then mm-hmm. those minutes turn into hours. So I actually deleted TikTok too because I noticed in my freshman year I was really yeah, I was going on it for about two hours a day, wow. which is not healthy. Mm-mm. Well maybe like a little less depending on the day, but yeah. I wasn't even looking at the good content either. I think I was looking at thirst traps, which now like I would not <laughs> I would not look at. <laughs> but Yeah, I think, you know, deleting it, I thought I wouldn't be able to survive without TikTok on my phone, but I'm going to be able to get used to it. And occasionally I do look at it on my computer, but I feel like it's less addicting. Definitely, definitely. Um, I'm going to be completely honest. I've never had TikTok. So, um, yeah, so I think it's been really positive on me, but um. Loki is like the equivalent to Instagram reels. I'll be on my yeah. Instagram reels like for like hours. That's hours. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, definitely like because once you, I know like Instagram on like your free for you page, you can click on something and mm-hmm. then if you scroll down, you'll just get another reel and just keep going and keep going and keep going. So that's kind of what I've been doing sometimes <laughs> with YouTube Shorts yeah. too. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah, that was me in like middle school. I'd be watching like YouTube Shorts. <laughs> wow, I can't believe it's it's come out when you were in middle school. Like for some reason, yeah. it still feels kind of new to it me. It does, yeah. I think mostly like towards the end, like eighth grade, but mm-hmm. definitely, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're going to take a break here, and after we'll talk a bit more about TikTok and actual strategies for handling phone addiction. Yeah. All right, we're back. Just to go off of what we were saying about TikTok, I actually found a study on teenagers in China, and they were trying to find the factors of TikTok addiction. So one really big factor would be the algorithm because it can enhance interaction with the user since the user is indicating what videos they like. And then, of course, the algorithm would keep on feeding them those types of videos and it would be like creative high quality content that gets you addicted to the app 
Exactly. It's literally called a for you page. They yeah. customize it through that algorithm to make it seem to make it fit what you want to see and mm-hmm. to make you spend more time on the app than you would have if the algorithm did not exist. It's definitely called you know, for you page for a reason. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah. I think though I found the most important factor in addiction of TikTok is concentration so how much you're concentrating on the content because when users especially teens were having fun on tiktok it was hard to leave unless you know there was something called a compelling interruption from the real world that would just pull them away from it so this could be controlled by parents or academic pressure yeah i definitely think um some days it can be sort of like an escape in a way so if there's something you don't want to think about just open tiktok open instagram and you can learn about other people's lives or (laughs) think about something else or something that'll interest you rather than in putting off and kind of procrastinating dealing with whatever you're thinking about like for me i think my phone is the main way that I procrastinate doing homework and projects it's definitely a big factor I experienced that too I said this before but Mm -hmm. I think my phone can definitely be a major distraction when I'm trying to focus on something and sometimes like if I'm not going through like I'm struggling through life kind of Mm -hmm. I just want to open you know, Instagram Reels now, I guess, yeah. since I don't have TikTok on my phone anymore. <laughs> and then, you know, watch relatable Instagram Reels. So I'm not really sure then how much it helps with my situation. Like, I guess it could sometimes make it worse if it's just reminding me of, you know, the pressures I'm facing. Or yeah, something like no, I feel that. I think what's really helped me with that is just, especially because I'll be using my phone and by the time I start my homework, my phone is like really like low percentage, mm. so I'll put it on charge and I'll put my AirPods in. So if I do, <laughs> if I do need to hear notifications, I can hear them through there. But I distance myself from my phone because oh. yeah, so it really helps actually. And I do have like like the watch to like give me notifications, but sometimes I'll even take that off because it's I'm someone who has a very small attention span, and once I get distracted. Yeah. It takes so much effort for me to get back to what I was doing. And I think that can be a big issue for people like that because um, when you are trying to do something, especially a project or something like longer that requires a lot of your brain power, yeah, your phone can really mess that up. Yeah, I think it's this vicious cycle of being addicted to your phone because of your short attention span. Mm-hmm. And then your phone contributes to your short attention span so it's really hard to get out of it and I would actually recommend then if you feel like notifications are distracting you a lot to not wear your airpods unless there's something like really pressing yeah you have to do I mean (laughs) because I understand that I can get distracted by notifications for myself too but I think I've I have my notifications on my phone silenced maybe a few apps still occasionally make a sound during notifications but I think that that helps me not pay as much attention to notifications especially if I put it somewhere else which you know we're gonna get into tips in more depth later but yeah this is just a preview (laughs) no yeah I think with the whole do not disturb thing you can put on your phone I actually don't 
do that because <laughs> I've actually never tried that before. <laughs> but um, definitely, I think people who do that, they don't, like, it shows up on my messages, like, this person has something silenced or something like that, which I think if I did try that, I'd be more inclined to check my oh. phone, you know? And the whole thing with the AirPods, I think you're right. I probably should stop doing that. But just having that, even just having it in one ear while I'm doing something else, it just makes me feel better about distancing myself from that. It's kind of like, like you know, like babies when they like, you're trying to get them to stop doing a certain thing. You have to like change their habits so they can grow and that can become oh, better yeah. for them. I think I'm just, it's like steps. Like steps. Baby steps. Yeah, 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 baby steps. Exactly. Yeah, there's no problem with that, though. I think baby steps are really important because obviously you're not going to try to accomplish something really big. Like exactly. You, you have to take baby steps for a lot of things. And I think that definitely helps build habits because mm. um, if if I'm really, like, in a time crunch, I'll definitely, like, distance myself from all my electronics and everything. But I think that just um it can build up and then I'll get frustrated with something and I'll just be like okay I'm taking a break and that break turns into like a whole hour and I'm mm-hmm. even more behind than I was yeah so <laughs> you know I think uh, definitely about what you said about like the break turning into an hour is just so real I've seen you know even tiktok videos or instagram reels about how people will just like go on their phone for hours Mm -hmm.